Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds and One Quest. I am your host and DMJC here with the three nerds because math is hard. Um, and that's kind of become the default opening, I think. Uh, makes a little bit of sense. We have the man putting in the earbuds on the ones and twos, the catalyst of this creation, Tom M. Norman playing Aranon. How you doing, um, Technically, JC, it is two nerds, one quest, not two nerds and one quest. I'm going to have to ask you to get that right, please. <sighs> it's early. It is early. <laughs> I think I'm going to start being yeah. a diva. Sure, why not? It suits you. I would like you all to address... Oh, really? <laughs> I see what you did there. You have the single name, Norm. Norm, you already like qualified just on Norm. <laughs> like Madonna or Cher or Brittany. I mean, Sorry. technically, if you go by Brittany, everybody has one name. True. <laughs> <laughs> the other voice you heard already is Ryan Crixus Kukta. Good morning, Twitch Nation. Get in it. And the last, but not least, the Lore Master, the Lazy Dragon. How many more L's can I put on this one? I do not know. <laughs> visual joke for the, <laughs> the audio. Wait, visual joke for the audio people. That does not make sense. Jeff Williams is here playing Doc. Yes, I am the visual joke for the audio people. That's true. <laughs> there goes the title typing. Visual joke for the audio people. Uh, it reminds me of Video Killed the Radio Star. And the visual joke to the audio people. Oh, we are in the middle of, or actually kind of in the beginning of, um of Frost Maiden. Uh, I will look to Jeff, as I usually do, to uh, catch us up give us a recap of what happened last week yeah last week was a bit of a a, a cluster as Ernan was uh inebriated for half the episode and uh, a lot of a lot of stuff happened in the bar uh let's see go back to the beginning uh ellie and Crixus were coming back from getting a magical lantern from a cleric of lathander and on the way back there was another uh body in the road um, so they saw that on their way back, uh, back to the bar, Ellie tricked Aranon out of his lock. And I think we kind of all blamed it on the bartender for a while and, uh, sleep found everyone, uh, no significant hangovers in the morning. Thankfully, uh, we asked the dwarf Runa to check on Torgs and see what was going on there. And we found out that Sephic had already left we think he's the murderer and we're supposed to be taking care of him um so we uh we decided to try to get ahead of him so instead of going to targos we went to tourmaline i might have gotten those towns wrong um and as soon as we got to tourmaline uh ellie lit up the lantern and it turned green which theoretically means there's a chowinga in the wings or in I elemental. think that's where we or 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 an elemental yeah i guess it could be anything <laughs> yep it's actually a lantern of finding tuned to elementals so it could be any elemental technically well that could be interesting yeah yeah so as you walk into town the land ellie's excited and the lanterns turn green the flame she's like the flame is green it's green it's green 
it actually did something. <laughs> and she starts just so, looking around and she's like, like and she's, Ellie. Now, now what? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Ellie. Hey. Yes. What? We got shit to do, man. Okay. What do we do when it turns green? Woman. <laughs> and. Yes. But elementals. I just. Y well, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But. But. We got to kill a guy. She doesn't. Don't say that too loud. She douses the fire. <laughs> and at that moment, you hear um, you hear a woman, a woman's voice carrying on the wind. The, and you notice something about Tourmaline is that the, it's pretty breezy. The wind seems to come down off of a hill in the north and just peel through town regularly. Gusts of wind. And on the wind, you hear this woman's voice just yelling, yelling at the wind, cursing it. Um just damn you you're knocking my shit over and stealing my stuff you damn dirty apes but she's yelling at the wind literally yelling at the wind you cursed wind <laughs> oh. <laughs> um if you look down the main road you can see her down the road probably about 50 feet outside her house in not she's not in any cold weather gear She's an old lady. <laughs> and she's just screaming at the wind right now. So she's just out there. Just out there. No, you said no cold weather gear? No cold weather gear. It's like she walked out of her house to yell at the wind for a little bit. And as you watch her for a few minutes, you see her start shivering. And she, she did one more yell and kind of makes a rude gesture at the wind and starts walking back towards her house. I'm just going to shrug and say uh, we should probably find a place to hole up for the night and we need to make a plane. Well, what time of the day is it? It's nighttime or what? Uh, evening. It evening? took you eight hours. Actually, no, probably about probably, actually it's I think you said less. Cause we I think it was six hours to mid-afternoon. Well, you have dog sleds. The travel time I, That's right. I did not realize is by foot. I can remember that. That the travel times listed are by foot and by dog sled. You would cut that significantly. So it's probably mid-afternoon right now. Early okay. mid-afternoon. 1, 2 a.m. Or p.m. So I'm going to recommend finding a place to hold the dogs up and stay for the night and then recon. We need to recon and find a good place to... Hey, Doc will ask Ellie, what are we supposed to do if the lantern turns green? Uh, it just means that the, the there are elementals present within like 300 meters I think or something. She said they'd be nearby if it turned green. So then you just gotta find them. Mm. But they're little. Like she said they're like this big. Uh, um, Can I check the ground for tracks? Uh, Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. And what kind of tracks do elementals make? 17. Depends on the elemental. <laughs> Um, you do not see any tracks in the immediate area. Hmm. Uh, it's up here, too. Not that. Well, we've Ford. never been to Tourmaline, and we don't know where the inns are. Do you want to go talk to that old lady, or do you want to just wander around for a while? Honestly, I'm she okay. Seems friendly. I'm okay wandering around a bit. We have time. It's cold out here, Ellie says. 
we may want to um, ask someone. You know, Doc, you want to go ask her? Sure. Sure. As the, that's on our way to wandering anyway. So yeah. Yeah. It's it. right in the house. Like you're coming in on that main road and it's right there. Sure. I'll uh, map back up. I'll knock on the door and. Right as you knock on the door, just as you knock on the door, there's a slamming of shutters and like latching and bolting of shutters. And you hear, huh? Hello. Uh, one minute. One minute. <laughs> she <laughs> comes walking over and she opens the door and there's a chain latch on and she kind of peers one eye out. What can I do for you? Hi, we're uh, we're new in town, just looking for an inn. Figured we'd save some time. Which, uh, if you could uh, give us a, some direction. Oh yeah, well, if you want an inn, you want to go to the east side, and um, it's appropriately on the east side of town. Um, so if you head that that way, the main road of the east side of town, you'll find the east side inn. Um, beware though, there are evil wind spirits. Come into my so, house. They knock over my dishes. They stole some of them. What do they look like? It looks like the wind. It blows open my shutters. Hmm. They take my stuff. Does Ellie still have the lantern lit? No, she dusted. Okay. <clears throat> well, thank you very much, ma'am. You're uh, very welcome. Yes, thank you. We'll be sure to keep our eyes open for the wind. Wind spirits. It's different than the wind. My apologies. It's okay. You're young. You don't understand. Good day. <laughs> she closes the door. <laughs> you couldn't understand. <clears throat> I guess I just need to be an old hag like that in order to understand what a wind spirit is. She was Literally. a nice lady, Aaron. On <laughs> Ellie says she kind of backhands. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Let's mosey on up. So, if we're looking at the map, John, east, the main road out of town would have been that very north one. To Lonelywood, yeah. Well, which map are you looking at? Are you looking at the Tourmaline map? Yep. You came in on this road from the south. Yep. Targo. You came in on that road. So if you go up, you see where it says the east side and has an arrow? I'm looking at the map on the show, so I oh. can't read it very well. The words on the east, east side. Uh, the I words on, on the, the eastern east side, side of the map. <laughs> no, I actually I'm look I'm actually looking on OBS uh, at the map and it's just all oh, there. <laughs> you see the other so on the east the easternmost road of town. These guys are okay. very creative with their naming. The north look, the east side. Yep. Um, Crixus is going to nudge Ellie and just say, Ellie, it's getting a bit dark. It, we could maybe use a lantern lit to help us find our way. Do you wink at her or anything? Yeah, I mean, I have a wry smile. <laughs> I'm just going to shake a my head. Smile. She looks at you and goes, can't you see in the dark? Like she didn't get it at all. She rolled a four <laughs> to pick up on what you were saying. Sure. I can see in the dark. Crixus, sure. Ellie, I can see well. 
but I wouldn't be able to see any elementals in our path. Oh, forget it, Crixus. She's not picking it up. And Besides. she gets on the lantern and she lights it. Uh -huh. And it's still green as you walk. <laughs> I'm just going to start walking towards that direction. Okay. Um, when she lights it, Doc, as you walk away from this old woman's house, make up another perception check. Uh, ten. Oh, hang on a second. Ten. You don't pick up on anything. I'm trying to find this. I gotta have multiple tabs open here. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff going. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask everybody... So, what do you exactly think uh, Wind Spirit looks like? Invisible? Do you think it has wings? Well, I'm not sure what we're dealing with. If it's a breeze, do you think it steals dishware? No. I don't think they exist. So, it is more likely the rantings of a crazed old lady or there are wind spirits that should be oh, able to be seen at that moment there's a large wind gust that comes down off the mountainside into you guys just kind of from that northern road to the lonely wood mm. and off the lake there and it is unlike any wind you've felt here before. The places where you don't actually have leather or metal on, it cuts right through the fabric, and you can feel it bite your face. On a day like today and the weather we've had this week, a lot like that with a real stiff breeze. Mm. Sounds like a nightmare. It is. It is. It is absolutely a nightmare. It's, like, breathtakingly awful. You know, you turn into the wind and just... <clears throat> yeah, it's like that. Cold, biting, miserable. Mm. Brace yourself against it for a moment or two, and then it slowly fades into a gentler breeze. Continuing down the road, heading to the east side. Um, let me pull this up again. Uh, all right. When you enter, when you get to the east side, um, It looks like it, you see a sign that says East Side, and but it just it looks like a house, just a single house there. I'm gonna go up and knock on the door. Knock on the door, and you hear like some talking and stuff beyond the door, um, kind of like a um, like a common room of an inn, like a tavern, a small tavern or something. There is no answer. I'm going to open up the door. and Come on, Aaron. It's cold out here. You open up the door and you just kind of peek in. And yeah, it's a small, like a, like a living room size common room. Almost like this was a house at one point that got converted into an inn or something. All right. I'm just going to walk in then. Yeah, you walk in. There, there's a couple of patrons um, sitting at a small bar on the west wall and the young human, um, like very young human girl, 
behind the bar. Like she can't be more than 17, 18 years old at most. And, but she's going about her business, um, getting drinks for the couple of customers that are there. Um, and just kind of going about cleaning up. She walks out to one of the like three or four tables that are there and grabs the, grabs the plates off it and stuff. And, um, as you're kind of getting in, taking, open up your cold weather gear and stuff, it's, it, there's a, there's a fireplace with a big fire going in and it's keeping the, this room very warm. It doesn't take long after you close the door for it to re-establish its heat. Um, and as she is going about her business, you, uh, Crixus, you pick up on this first because you're uh, probably the most musically inclined of the group. She's she's just singing to herself gently. Um, she says, or sings, Ahead of the winter wind she came. The lovely woman with no name, draped in a fur-lined cloak of red, to the icy lake she fled. The wind pursued her all the same, as sure as night she's dead. And she keeps humming this and singing this as she's walking around the inn doing her business. Alright, so Crixus is going to go up to the bar and say, You lo have a lovely voice, young lass. To the ice chief. Oh, thank you. What is your we name? We are... Oh, my name is Crixus, thank you. Oh, Crixus, I'm Marta. I'm, I'm the, um... I'm the innkeeper here at the east side, so, um, if you need anything, you let me know. I will take care of you. Um... Yeah, uh, and you notice um, around her neck, there's a chain with a with a ring hanging on it, and the ring has um, a couple of little. Um, it looks like rodents of some kind. It just almost looks like a yin yang symbol, and you'd swear you don't know if the ring's dirty or it, I mean, like if it were this dirty, it would be a little disgusting. But the interior of the ring, it looks like it's fur-lined on the inside of the ring. I'm going to nudge Crixus and say, hmm, I wonder what she uses that for. It's a symbol I've never seen before. Uh, what, what? What's her name again? I didn't have my headphones on. What's that? Marta. Marta, okay. Marta, like the Brazilian soccer player. Marta. Marta, do you have rooms available for us? Rooms available? Yeah. Yes, we we have a couple of rooms available currently. Um, there are they are five silver a night. Um, meals are an additional silver per person per night, and um, yeah, that's. What about the lodging next... for the dogs? For the dogs, um, there is a kennel on um, just like two doors down that does the lodging for our dogs. Um, Samson is uh, absolute sweetheart. He, he'll seem a little slow, but he's very intelligent. Okay, but he will take good care of the dogs. 
Excellent. How much is that? Uh, for the for dogs, how many dogs do you have? Six. Six. Um, you probably get by uh, giving them five silver. That would be best. Um, uh, don't insult him. Um, I wouldn't go much lower than five silver. He will probably leave it up to you. Okay, but don't insult him because he gets very angry very quickly. Fair enough. Okay. Dinner will be ready in like the next hour or so. I was just cleaning up the last of the lunch stuff. Um, Do you have room for four? Four individual for rooms? Uh, no, we have two rooms currently, um, but they do each have two beds. So, um, good. Could be for the Ellie kind of shoots Aaron on the look when he says good. I'll look at everybody and say we can play bar dice for, for rooms later. Bar dice for room. Why would we play bar dice for rooms? There's to see who's going to lodge with who. Oh, oh okay. But you don't like games. I just assumed I wouldn't be with you. <laughs> she she kind of puts a sour face on. You wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> All right, let's go take care of the dogs. Okay, <laughs> so you go, you go, you take the dogs over to the lodge. Um, there's a is a Goliath. Um, a when he comes out, he looks massive because it is this massive Goliath in the full cold weather gear that adds just like massive bulk to him so he just looks like this golem thing walking out <laughs> just, you can get these little little beady eyes in between these slits of cloth you just kind of like hello do you need help uh yeah we got six dogs we need to board that, those look like some good dogs you want the, you want a kennel for the six dogs, huh? Yep. Okay, for the night, uh, six dogs. What do you think that's worth? Six dogs for the night, huh? Five silver. Five silver. Six dogs, yeah. Five silver. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You get you get discount for many dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Um, let me take dogs. Uh, dogs, come. Come, dogs. And he starts going over and he's trying to unhook them. And he, he's got these massive hands covered in these massive gloves. He's trying, he's struggling to undo the... I'm going to go over and help. <laughs> um, as you go over and help... Uh, here, let me, let me do this for him. Oh. You go over and help and you're, you go to um, Prince right away because you know Prince is... An ass. He's an ass, basically. Prince seems to love this guy for some reason. <laughs> that and tracks. And he's like, "He's a good dog." Yeah. I thank you for thank you for help. I I got big gloves on, and I got big fingers. These are small latches. No problem. So you you do it all, and he kind of grabs grabs all the dog leashes and. Comes back and says, "Come, dogs, go find bed. It'll be warm." And you see him actually open like the the um st like stable door for it. And when he opens the door, there's a 
burst of warmth that comes out. You get the feeling that your dogs are going to be nice and toasty warm tonight. Where some of these other places has been, they, they'd have to huddle together to stay warm. This one seems like this guy is like, he's like, ooh, like, keep dogs warm. They'll be better. Loves them. Treats them like humans almost. There's a couple other barks from inside when you hear him open the door and stuff, but nothing threatening, just friendly stuff. And he brings the dogs in, comes back out, and he's like, all right, that'll be five silver. All right. Are you just, are you just staying one night? Uh, one night for now, possibly two. Possibly two. Okay. Um, you pay when you come back? Sure. Okay. I keep dogs till you pay. Sure. Okay. Okay. See you later. And he grabs both the sleds and throws them over each shoulder. <laughs> two of the sleds. <laughs> just kind of walks around the side of the building and sets them down. He goes back and you see him going back as you're walking away. He's picking up the third one, throwing it over his shoulder. Nice. Oh, I found my backup character. If for some reason Doc dies, we're going to have Samson. Yep. He's going right. to need a sled for each foot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Instead of snowshoes, he has dog sleds on each foot. <laughs> All right. So. They'll be coming from the road you came in on. Yeah, so I'm guessing we want to find a place to seclude him, right? Like we need a place where we can meet with everybody, but then kind of get him off to the side? Or do we want to find out, like, where they stay? I'm really focused in on trying to get this figured out. So like, there's every, the... like all the other side stuff I'm just trying really hard to it's, it's like bypassing me because I'm focused in on this Doc, Doc's going to uh, throw in there you know that uh, that old lady's house was pretty near to the edge of town might be a good lookout place and he'll wink at Ellie also Ellie has been as she's listening to Aaron I assume you guys all went back to the inn and you're sitting around a table now that's what I'm assuming, yes? Yeah. Okay. Sitting down to discuss what's going on. Aranon's gone right away to the setting up to eliminate this target. Ellie's got the lantern out on the table. She didn't light it, but she's just looking at it and just exploring it. And then Doc mentioned, made mention of that other <clears> place. <throat> she said, well, I don't... It's, I mean, yes, it's a great lookout place. I don't know if she'll go for it, though. I don't want to deal with her. She was a nice enough old lady or not. The alternative is to sit in the cold awaiting a band of travelers we do not know are coming tonight. Uh, technically, a uh, side note, we actually had like seven dogs because we had, we had what's your name with us, right? Or did they come up separately on their own? They didn't come with. They didn't come with. Did they? I not? don't think. No. Oh, I thought they were coming to do the introductions and stuff. Were they? I don't recall that. 
don't recall. I think she went. She went to Torgs to find out where they were at, but I think that was the end of. She went to Torgs to find out where they are at, and then realized they had moved on. Yeah. So they. Yeah. Okay. Bruno was not coming. Yeah, because I believe what she actually said was that they're headed the opposite direction. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So that she wouldn't be able to come along. Um, did we did we ever get the information if there's like a Torgs outlet in every town, or if Torgs is just kind of a distributor? Uh, Torgs is a traveling. Um, they set up shop. Um, they do keep small um, places that they stock, like that will show up to the trade centers when there are trading days. Um, but for the most part, they keep the bulk of their stuff in a wagon not a wagon but a sled uh caravan that goes around the 10 towns and <clears> town <throat> making trade so, so there's not like a torgs outlet that we can go visit right now no not not in 10 towns um much further it's away outlet mall no i was gonna say torgs is like the walmart of uh um. <laughs> If I can find it, I believe there's actually a different city that has their, like, headquarters in it, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> you wouldn't know that yet, but I might be able to find that to just give you some player knowledge at some point. <clears throat> what, so, if, uh, what if... Yeah, what's the play right, here now? Right before they get into town, Bless if, you. if somebody were to dig a little hidey hole maybe 20 yards off of the path and stayed low and hidden they would see them coming and then they can let everybody else know by maybe is is everybody able to use your little trumpet of announcements there doc or is that specific um it does not require attunement, so anybody can use it. I mean, you probably won't be as uh, musically talented as, as when I'm using it, but uh, anyone can use it. So if whoever is sitting in that little hidey hole blows on it for everybody, for everybody in the group to hear, that would be a way to keep everybody warm. Well, almost everybody warm. <laughs> I think that works but i i believe there's a limit to it uh like 500 600 feet so well, if we could if we could find like a tavern or something close to that road like an old lady's house oh you shut your well i'm i volunteer as tribute then they sit in the cold in the snow um as marta comes walking by at one point she's singing still singing the song uh, ellie kind of grabs her marta 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 um, Marta comes walking over and says, yeah, yes, dear, can I help you? Um, is there anywhere else that may, um, like any other, I mean, this is clearly an inn and this is the common room, but it's not a bar per se. Is there a bar anywhere or a, um, anything near the south side of town that might, might be a, um, place where we might be able to hang out for a while? Ellie starts Mar- to get a little rowdy when she drinks, and we don't want to ruin your your haul. 
Marta looks at her a little offended at first, and then hears Aaron on and is like, oh, 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 she didn't seem the type. I would have more suspected one like you. And oh, she no. points at, no, I'm she joking. points at Doc. Oh. No, she points at Doc. <laughs> uh, you guys, you uh, Right on I all accounts. <laughs> that, that is terribly racist to me. I am sorry. I just have had a lot of drunk dwarves come through my hand. I, I apologize. I, I'm sorry. She looks mortified. I'm just um, gonna start laughing because I laughing think it's hilarious. Um, not to the south side of town, but on the north northeast side of town, the Blue Clam is probably the biggest bar uh, there is. Right now, there are a lot of the miners are there, so. I'm going to ask if there are any hangout places on the south end. Any the places where end. people gather that's warm. Not not that would be like large gathering. It would be like this at best. There's a small bar on the south side of town that... Um, they don't do a lot of business. They have a couple of regulars that live on the south side of town that stumble home at the end of the night. Oh, I like looking at local establishments. What's the name of it? It's the cutting wind. Oh. That sounds like fun. Also I at Towie Bar, huh? Um just just so you're aware. Um also the cutting wind is something Ellie does after a night at the bar. I was just gonna say that name is fitting in more ways than one. Um You may want to keep your cold weather mask on. And try not to, um, don't be frightened by the owner. He's actually very nice despite his outward appearance. Uh, well, warning accepted. Sounds like the kind of place that would have a 239 bean chili. Okay, so I'm going to again volunteer as tribute to sit in the snow. <laughs> Is there anything else I can get you? She says. Another drink. Something. Yeah, something warm to eat. Yes, absolutely, and it it should be just about ready. I'll be back in a minute. Anything for you, sir? She looks at Doc. Just an ale. Ale. Food. Everyone wants food. Yes. 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 Um, I'll be right back. She says, and she goes off. She brings back. You guys have your night. Eat. Um, do you want to scope out the cutting wind that night, or do you want to go to the next day? Or Doc will ask if if uh, everybody, depending on how discreet we want to be, if uh, if we should ask Marta about where Torg's representatives stay when they're in town, like if they have their That's own idea. house, or if they stay at a at here or somewhere. Or if we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. It's a great idea. I think we should say we're eager to meet some representatives from Torg. And we're hoping that uh, you would know where they where they camp for the evening. 
So she had come back to the table. She had delivered the food, everything. She'd come back to the table, ask if there's anything else, and you present her with this question. Um, typically, they would be closer to the north end of town. When we when we have a market day, it's it's near um near the Blue Clam. Um, there's a lot of like all our in between the mining operations out the northeast side of town, and then the Blue Clam on the north west side of town most of our working class folk or business stuff is done on the northern end of town um the market's up there uh so the i believe i don't know where they stay specifically but i know it's up there somewhere near those areas Well, they're still coming in from the south, so the so we'll I'll kind of wave the barkeep away because I don't want her to just simply overhear. But um, we'll say so. Torg's men will be entering from the south side, and will be headed up the main road to the north side. But we do not know if they'll arrive this eve or if they'll come in tomorrow. Hmm. I kind of want to scout the area. I don't want to just sit in here and leave it mm -hmm. to fate. Do we want to set up I mean, it's a, it's a, that's not that long a walk. It's about a five-minute walk to the south side of town. From here, ten minutes at most, maybe. Mm -hmm. Do we just want to set it up as watches and yes. set someone up out there through the night? And Sounds like a plan. Yep. I mean, do you really think they'd come at night, though? I mean, they left. It's all night. It does, it, uh, I don't think yeah. it matters. Yeah, I suppose it's. I'm. I'm just saying, would they travel during sleeping hours? Depends upon this how they're place. there and how quickly they wanna. You know, how much time they have after their last meeting. I mean, I'm just. Not? I'm thinking they're they're a they're a trading company. Wouldn't they function during like normal business hours? But they also um, travel and have to set up in the morning, right? So why would they not go in at night and set up in the morning? Yeah, like truck drivers. All right. Or hookers. Yeah, <laughs> wow, truck He's drivers and hookers. More relevant to hookers. Yeah, <laughs> makes total sense. So uh, when they do come into town, what's the plan? What's the play? What do we... Is this an ambush type situation? Is this uh, no. no? Follow them? Is are we just trying to see when they when they show up? We need we, to isolate. Yeah, we need to isolate them. So I'm wondering if you three can somehow distract his caravan, or maybe we wait to see where they actually lay their head. So are you thinking you can uh, take this guy out? Well, if he's sleeping, yeah. I mean, I I can I can sneak up and stick a dagger in anybody's neck. 
it's it's a matter of not being seen and and how often he's away from his group or best case scenario we find him drinking at the bar and we can feed him some dragon's blood alcohol yeah i mean we have those potions that we can make him pass out or shit his pants <laughs> actually seems most both. seems most likely you'd be drinking at the blue clam if that's in the uh that's a nice visual there Aaron. uh uh if he'd be most likely drinking at the blue clam so maybe that's something we should scope out if we have time to if you're drinking from the blue clam, you should probably go to the doctor after. Clinic. Alright, well, let's let's head to the blue clam and scout it out. And then uh, <laughs> we can overnight we could run watches to see if we can catch them coming into town and um, if they do, we can make a plan from there. Okay, so you're going to head to the Blue Clam tonight? Are you going to go to the Cutting Wind tonight? He's got both one. Uh, we, can... <clears throat> Do you wanna... we can split up. Sure, I'll take Doc. <laughs> and we'll head to the Cutting Wind. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Seems about right. <laughs> All right. Then we're going to the Blue Clam. Aaron, Ellie says. You know what? I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> All right. So you, you get up, you head out. Uh, let's start with Ellie and Aaron. Uh, head into the Blue Clam. Uh, when you walk in, it's on the northeast side of town, um, like right on the water. It is um, something as you're walking through Termalane, something I didn't mention before. This is a beautiful, small town. Everything about this is actually really well kept. It is a very quaint, almost Thomas Kincaid style, <clears throat> small town. Um, it's the best looking out of all of the ten towns. It is the most attractive little town out of them all. And you're noticing that as you walk through the streets. Um, you do pass the town hall, um, Aaron and Ellie, through the, through the middle of the town. You, and make note of where that is. Um, and getting to the blue clam, you can hear it before you can see it. Um, the lights shining through and the, the glasses all frosted it's actually incredibly thick something you don't know yet is that the glass is all like four or five inches thick so it's hard to see through on the best days but most of the time it's frosted anyways and it's primarily because it's so cold that the glass would shatter relatively easily when hit with anything a bottle a hand uh a head someone someone yeah someone accidentally bump it and it's so it's been built in structurally very well um, you walk inside, there is a half orc, uh, behind the bar, um, dealing out you, the people you see there, this is much more, um, populated than the east side 
common room, there's there's several, probably 20 to 30 people here, uh, mainly hunters and trappers. Um, there, there are a bunch of guys, various dwarves and, excuse me, dwarves and elves and half orcs and stuff that are very clearly miners. They have mining picks with them leaned up against their tables. Uh, helmets and stuff that they've had for, on their head with lanterns and whatnot. Um, and everyone, um, there is a massive hearth, hearth fire going with a big-ass boar on a spigot just spinning. And the whole place is incredibly rowdy and jolly and drinking and there's singing going on. There's games being played. This may be the jolliest group of people you've seen since being in Ten Towns. Uh, everyone seems to be having a very, very good time. What would you like to do? I'm going to say, man, we should have had Doc come to this one. You made the wrong choice, Doc. He, he, may have, uh, <laughs> he, may have, he may have enjoyed this one, for sure. That boar smells amazing. I could go for boar. I thought I thought I was full, but I, I realized I'm not done tasting yet. Ellie says. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look for a table. Uh, it's very difficult to find a table. Um, at the corner of the bar, there are two seats that kind of straddle the bar opening. <laughs> Whenever we go back and forth in between the bar, there's a seat against the wall, the bar opening, and then another seat. Those are the like the only two seats that you can right. find. There's I'm some gonna... tables that have one seat open, but there are several people at yeah. those tables. I'm going to go over to that, and I'm going to take the seat that has the wall behind me so I can lean, put my back to the wall. Okay. Ellie uh, gets up on the bar seat, and uh, the half-orc comes down. Uh, he says, ah, new customers, what uh, what can I get you? We, of course, have the boar, the boar that uh, the hunters brought in from the Lonely Wood earlier today uh we also we do have our famous our world famous blue clam chowder um if you'd like some of that uh, uh just take a minute i can get you something to drink if you like uh, an ale or two yes yes the boar smells delicious i'll have that and the ale uh, oh the boar and the ale uh ellie goes ah can i get like a like I want some of the boar that smells amazing, but can I get like a cup of the, the chowder? I'm very, very curious about that. And do you have any fire water? Like a fire water and a water? And oh yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I, I will be right back. My name is Vernon if you need anything. All right. And he kind of turns around and he kind of hikes his pants up with one hand as he goes walking down comes back a moment later with the with the food and as you're sitting there waiting for the food and once the food does arrive um you do notice you overhear several things about the miners uh some people complaining about them the amount of miners in here and that they should be back at work you do overhear some of the miners talking about the mine and not wanting to be there because of the monster invasion the, the, the creatures that have invaded the mine uh, have really slowed down mining production and um, some of them talking about injuries they sustained in trying to escape the mine um, and things like that. 
I'm gonna ask the uh, barkeep. I'm gonna ask Vernon when he comes back uh, next time around about the the invasion or the monster invasion at the at the mine. I well, I don't I don't know a lot about the monsters in the mine. I know the miners are talking about it, and I seem to have many more miners in my bar this evening and these last couple days. Um, rumors are that something has invaded or taken over the mines and it has not become a safe work environment. Um, seems they need someone to take care of it. Do you need something home, huh? Not my place to, uh, to question. I, uh, Who would we talk to about that? I enjoy the extra business. Uh, I would assume someone at the town hall may know something about it or may require a... may, may be looking for someone to help with that. I don't know why the mayor hasn't helped with it. I do know the mayor is not looked on fondly by everybody. Some people, yes, very much so, but not by everybody. So uh, approach that with caution. Thank you. Thank you for the info. You're, you're, you're very welcome. Enjoy the boar. Uh, Doc and Crixus. You head to the south side of town. You head past um, uh, the old lady's house again. And there is a small um, small bar. little small bar right on the edge of town. You actually did walk past it on your way in. There's not a lot there. There's just a sign that's kind of hanging th from the uh, post that has like the marks of wind, like wind blowing and swirling. And then there's like a dagger through it. Um, cool logo. Yeah. You do open the door and instantly you can tell it's not a repulsive smell. But have you ever walked into a room where there's been like six 13-year-old boys? And just that uh, smell that smell of boys? Popcorn farts. <laughs> exactly. Popcorn farts and sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and throw that up for a title. Popcorn farts and sweat. Yep, that's uh <laughs> That is what you are kind of affronted with. Uh as you walk in, there are a couple of older uh, gentlemen sitting along the bar, uh, cold weather gear on Don. Behind the bar, the bar, first of all, the bar is like the space behind the bar is wider than usual, and there is a massive troll back there. And he's just kind of lumbering around, he's hunched over. Um, and he turns and he looks, and huh, customers, come sit down. Have a drink. Have some jelly. <laughs> kind of glad we ate before we came here, huh? Indeed. So, Crixus will go. Okay. Have a seat. All right. Doctor. Uh, I will. On the way, Doc will kind of, you know, in, in uh, trying to make sure Aranon is pleased with our reconnaissance, check and see if there's any good windows or places to spy from or anything near, like, that would make this a good um, 
hang out that would make it worth the smell. Um, you do not find a lot of uh, um, windows that are, I mean, there are windows that you would be able to look out, but the view from them, most windows, especially in Termaline, is difficult to see through. That it seems most people have taken with this thick pane glass solid design. Dirty, frosted, snow-covered, small. Yep. This this one seems to have, like, as you're looking at the windows, it kind of has, a, like, a um, almost like a film on it. Mm. Maybe this place oh. isn't the cleanest inside. <laughs> Butt juice on the windows? That's gross. <laughs> I'll go uh, sit next to Crixus. What can I get you, boys? Ale. Chili. Can can we smell the chili? Kind of. Just... <laughs> kind of. You're you're you're, you're um. There's you're a smell not... mixed in there somewhere. Yeah, you're still not completely nose blind to the place. It's not as bad as it was when you first walked in, and you have a feeling you may eventually get used to it, which scares you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a, a strong alcohol for me. What do you have? Some fire water? Oh, we do have. Yes, we have fire water. We have uh, dragon's blood. We have um, witch's wine. Um, that's. I'll try some witch's wine. Witch's wine. All right, for you, sir. Just an ale is good. Just an ale, alright. And he turns his back to you guys to go about getting drinks and cuts one off. <laughs> Goes about his business. <laughs> it's a little awful. It's a little awful. Um, he comes back and one which is wine for you and one ale for you. And the ale's in like a short squat mason style jar. The witch's wine is in this elaborate wine glass it almost looks like a very weird martini glass that it is like think of one of those huge ass margaritas that you get that's and it's about half full it's a dark dark navy blue liquid am i a grown man who just app ordered a frosted rim apple teeny in Possibly. a <laughs> in a sports bar Possibly a frosted rim Abaltini that will. <laughs> but the thing is, is no one in this bar is going to make fun of you because that drink is going to put you on your ass if you're not careful. So noted. <laughs> you don't uh, know this yet, though. When he drops off, <laughs> I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask him about the chili and just say, uh, <laughs> "So, how's the chili?" It's good. Um, it's more beans than meat today than. Um, I haven't gotten a delivery of meat, but I keep it going and it kind of, I just keep adding to it. It's been on the, and you look over at the pot and this pot is like kind of crustier on the top a little bit with like tomato sauce and whatnot. It's not you the only thing crusty in that bar. The Holy thing that God. you, the thing that he's actually describing to you, what he does, he just leaves this pot on the, over the fire and adds more ingredients to it and just keeps it going. It's, it's a pot that has been brewing 
he said, I think he said the last time he cleaned it, it was about six months ago. So mm. he's had the same pot of chili going with different ingredients. Make it, make a, um, uh, <laughs> what would this be? A survival check. Make a survival check. Cause he's just describing this to you. One of you can do it at advantage or you both can do it. It's up to you. Um, I don't really want the advantage. Why don't you go ahead and make your roll too? I rolled a okay. five. You rolled a five? Oh yeah. my God. So, right, go ahead and roll yours. I'm not even going to try. a lot of pressure. Much. 12. 12? Uh, Doc, you don't think anything of this. This sounds fantastic. Um, Crixus? You's got a lot of flavor in there. You think there may be, um, <clears throat> maybe some, uh, mind-altering properties to this <laughs> yeah. having having been cooking for six months and never being cleaned there may be <laughs> maybe some mind-altering chili doc i would be careful with that yes glad we ate before we came so. well i uh, think i'm gonna recommend against this place for uh for a hidey hole. It's but, not going to uh, be my favorite <laughs> plan. Um, so let's talk to the troll and ask if if uh, the boys from Torg ever stop in for an ale. The boys from oh from from Torg's caravan. I can't imagine uh, anybody who's been in that town would ever go there a second time. I don't. Uh, I hear you, but. I don't. Uh, there's Torgs. They have them. Uh, there's one like me that that will stop here once in a while. He likes the chili. Uh, yeah. Indeed. Okay. Very interesting. The rest of them kind of stay away. The first time was enough. You just yeah. have such a nice place here. I, I'm surprised. It's odd for someone like you to say that. Thank you. Hmm. Most people like you visit once, I don't see again. <laughs> uh -huh. Well then. I mean, you got my boys down here. Fred and George. And and it's there's just these two old men that are clearly lost their sense of smell. Just tucking into a bowl of chili. <laughs> and uh, the, one, the one turns and looks at me and goes, This is the best damn chili in town. <laughs> He's just mowing. Mm. All right, Crixus is fighting back tears. I think of uh, <laughs> the the strong witch's wine plus the smell plus just his thoughts are rampant about what's going to happen in the digestive tracts of these two men at the other end of the bar later. And um, how much wine have you drank so far? I mean, I've probably hastily drank three quarters of it. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Sure. That's fair. <laughs> this is not going to end well. 19. 19. Yeah. <laughs> it, it tastes good. It's fruity as hell. It's delicious. Like, it's. It is a wonderful mix of flavors in your mouth. I'll okay. give you this. Can I ask the bartender's name? Did, did we ah, get there? My, my name is Burke. Burke. 
Burke. There's a G in there that I don't say. But yeah. <laughs> Silent G. You got it. Uh-huh. This is this is a wonderful wine, Burke. Oh, it is fantastic. And sometimes whew, the things you can see while drinking that wine are amazing. But you gotta especially someone like me, I gotta drink like a barrel of it to do it. But I mean mm. I'm, I'm like four times your size. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. Do you need anything else, or am I okay to go get some chili? Oh, go ahead. Uh, All right, we're good. <laughs> he kind of waddles over and he's scooping out a big ladle of the chili. And look, the chili <laughs> looks delicious, but you gotta wonder. <laughs> That's not worth it, man. Should we bring? It. Should we bring some chili back for Aranon? Says Burke sell to go containers. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just ladle it into hey, your let's... pockets, it'll be fine. <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Can't get any worse, right? Uh, the bag of holding good. could hold like 400 pounds of that chili. Ooh. Weaponized. Not sure what, <laughs> I'm not sure what happens inside that bag then at that point. But. With the iron ingots? Who knows? All right, we'll order it to go chili, and then uh, I think uh, I'll say to Doc, I think, uh, look, I think we've done what we need to do here. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. So he, uh, he gives you a little clay pot with a cork in it that's got a um, fur line around it on a strap so that it doesn't burn your hand or anything. He fills that with the chili and hands it to you. He goes, all right, your total, uh, that'll be um, between the wine and the, the yeah. Uh, that'll be a, let's call it a gold. Does that work? All right, I'll, I'll take care of it. Cool. All Be right. sure to tip him for the experience. Doc. Yeah, I'll leave him a silver for a tip. Wow. Well, thank you very much. Be safe. Stay warm. <laughs> and he kind of turns and he bumps the edge of the bar real hard and shakes the whole camera and everything. <laughs> we will hastily <laughs> exit the building. You get outside, and although it is very cold outside, it is remarkably refreshing that first intake of breath. <laughs> You did become nose blind to it, but you realize how fresh the air is outside now as you step out there. Uh, we definitely need Aranon to come here. Aranon would not appreciate it as we have. I, God, I wish Ellie was there with you. <laughs> so, I have so many things I wanted her to say, but she's not there. <laughs> um, so you guys head back to the east side then? Is that where you're heading back to? To the inn? Yeah, we probably spent two hours in the bar maximum. Hour. Yeah, probably about that. Probably yeah. about an mm, hour and a half too long. What do you think, <laughs> Doc? Should we meet up with our friends at the Blue Clam or head back to the east side? Um, I don't know. If they had as much luck as we did, they might be back already, too. So, I don't know. All right. Well, Crixus will lead them back to the east side then. Oh boy. Okay, so you guys head back to the east side. Let's move back to Aaron and Ellie. 
Aranon. As you're kind of scoping out the place and hearing the rumors, Ellie's been hitting the firewater kind of hard. Oh, shit. <laughs> it hasn't gone well for her. She's pretty intoxicated. True, a, two, a two, a four, and a three on the die. I'm not Jackpot. even, no joke. Two, four, three. I just rolled it. That's what the other characters call a jackpot right there. So as I'm looking around, do I notice? So <clears throat> am I noticing if it's a good place to to hide out, to hang out, to... It's it's a good place to blend in and like no one's really paying attention to anyone else. Like everyone's kind of talking in their own groups. Um, the service is good. Um, you you think you could sit in a corner table or even a table in the middle of the room and not have a lot of attention drawn to you if you just kept your head down and ordered your food. Ellie's talking to the gentleman next to her. And kind of like leaning on him and hand on his shoulder. And um, as you're picking up, she's talking to it. He's a minor. Um, that is, he's talking about kobolds that have taken over the mine. And she is just, he's talking about the, he's got scars or not scars, but open like tended to wounds on his arms and stuff what? from fighting them. What were those? What were they called? Kobolds. K-O-B-O-L-D. Okay. Kobolds. They're like small dragon king. Fun little guys. Yep. Small dragon king guys. They live for at least 11 days. <laughs> I win! Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if... if if you watch He's nothing serious. else, if you watch nothing else in Critical Role, just search up Chris Perkins Kobold, and just watch that. Oh God, that whole moment was amazing. Shortest anyway. cast ever. Yes, exactly. Um, but she's getting relatively flirty with this guy and uh, talking about how uh, how impressed she is with this, the wounds and his story. So do I have all the information I need about the bar? Yeah, everything you would need to know about the bar necessarily. Um, you do, uh, in just listening, you can hear that there are various um, trade groups that are here. Uh, other names that you hadn't heard mentioned or symbols you had seen uh, at the market in Brinchander. You have seen around the bar here. Um, so you get the idea that this is kind of the gathering place for any um, trade business that would go through. I don't even want to know what you typed. You granted like a fool. Um, so I'm going to nudge Ellie and say, all right, let's get the hell out of here. I think we got everything we came for. Uh, um, oh, okay. Uh, you've, you've been, you've been fun to talk to. And she kind of leans over and kisses the Bar kisses the guy in the cheek. <laughs> um, Bill, please check. <laughs> you're motioning for that, and she turns to kiss him on the cheek, which 
clearly looks like she's going to kiss him on the cheek. Oh, he turns at the last moment pew. and kisses her full in the mouth. Pew, and pew. she shoves him. Oh. Like, that isn't <laughs> what she wanted. And she shoves him back and then slaps him. Damn it, Ellie. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> go go to initiative here for a moment. Just go, Ellie. Stand up for yourself. So I can't so I can't slam a golden a golden some silver on the bar and push her out the door. On your turn you can. On your turn, yeah. <laughs> Roll an initiative, Norm. <laughs> please be high, please be high. <sighs> Whew. 20. 20. Excellent. Ooh. I rolled a physical die. Ellie had a 17. And he... Okay. So what would you like to do, Aaron? She shoves him and slaps him across the face. It is your turn. Uh, you already slapped the money down on the bar. Okay. Say that because I'm going to you... pick her up and throw her over my shoulder and run out the door. Oh shit, I need a strength check from you to pick her up. <laughs> You're good at those. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's rolling, rolling, rolling. What is it? 18. 18. So you, you <laughs> she slaps him. He's just stunned. Uh, you pick her up over your shoulder and you, that's your action to pick her up and your movement to go to the door. So you're at the door with her over the shoulder. On her turn, um, she needs... Oh. <laughs> so you... Yep. Nat, one. <laughs> Nat one to hold her liquor down. As you pick her up over your shoulder, you hit right on her stomach and she vomits down your back. Come on. <laughs> Onto the floor. You're at the door with her. She's kind of hitting you saying, put me down, put me down. I can walk. <laughs> um, this guy stands up. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> he gets up off his stool. Looks like he's going to go after you, but steps in the vomit and slips and falls on his ass. <laughs> As he goes trying to go towards the door, he's inebriated. <laughs> he rolled a four for his dexterity check to avoid the vomit. <laughs> Does not. Falls right on his ass. Covered in vomit. Now there's fire water and, and uh, chowder <laughs> on the floor. Um, It's back to you. I'll say you get out oh. the door and you <clears throat> disappear into the night. I rolled a three on that initiative. I'd like to ask Crixus what he thinks we should do for sleeping arrangements since Aaron and Ellie aren't back. Do you think it would be funny if we just took one of the rooms before they get back? Oh, I'm sure they're having a fantastic evening together, sharing their true feelings for one another. I think it's only fair for us to allow them to continue this magical evening together. So you guys take the same room. Yeah. Eventually, Ellie and Aaron, you get back to the <laughs> inn and... You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, Ellie is stumbling. At some point on the walk back, she's stumbling, and she, uh, she starts kind of going on about the thank you for 
taking me out of that. That guy was, that guy was a jerk. That was, I was trying to be nice and just give him a, you're, you're, I mean, I know you don't like me, but that guy was an asshole. <laughs> and just in, in her talking, she is building you up. You can hear herself building you up in her mind as not being a bad guy compared to this guy at the bar. You're my hero. Kind of, yeah. A little bit of a Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. Uh, but at the same time as I, I, you know I like you and someday I hope you give me a chance but I, and she gets into a little bit of a sobby drunk. <laughs> and and then you get back to the inn and you're up in the hall the doors opposite each other and... as as we're walking back i'm actually going to say fruit because i'm wearing the cloak of billowing and i'm gonna yeah. try and shake the puke off my cloak <laughs> it, it billows and snaps and there's a um just <laughs> the last little bit of it anything that's like chunky is off of it now <laughs> and it's just a little bit damp from it um and she turns and looks back and she says, you know, that, that cloak is actually really kind of cool. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I ruined it. What do we have with vomit on cloaks in this campaign? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the last time. No, probably not at this rate. No. All right. So I'm going to furt it back down. So it's just hanging again. And when we yep. get back, I'm going to back. give it to the innkeep to have her wash it. All right. Um, she kind of, Picks it up and it's like, yeah, I can. Oh. Oof. Rough night. Blame her. I point to Ellie. And she she looks at Mars. I'm so sorry. I I don't normally. This is, is this, not. Is this the same barkeep that? Um... Yeah. 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 Same young. <laughs> so I wasn't wrong. I. This. Normally like this. <laughs> Both hands on the bar. This is an exception. Uh-huh. Keep telling yourself that, Ellie. We're gonna have to have an intervention after tonight. You 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 shush, Mr. Lockman. <laughs> I'm gonna ask for our room key. Uh I'm gonna actually ask for a room key and look around for Crixus and Doc. You do not see Crixus and Doc. I'm going to ask her, uh, I'm going to say, did uh, the other two guys that we were with, did they come back already? Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they they got one of the rooms. Um, they were back about an hour ago. Um, I'm going to hang my head and then look back up and say, yeah, I'll just take the key then. Okay. Here you go. And Ellie kind of says, you can help me up the stairs, right? <laughs> kind of puts her... Kind of, <laughs> arm around yours and kind of grabs it and puts her head on your shoulder <laughs> and is literally just kind of holding herself up on you. Fine. Let's go. Cool. I'm going to bring Make it back up to the room. Throw as you head up the stairs with this drunk woman <laughs> who's having a hard time standing. I have a feeling all of my strength was used in carrying her out of the bar. Oh, no, maybe not. 15. 15. You, you get up the stairs. She runs into the hand railing at one point and kind of bumps into oh, excuse me sorry 
and apologizes to hand railing as you move up the stairs. You get up the stairs, there are two doors opposite each other uh, that are the two rooms. Um, the number marked on your key is on the door. I'm I'm debating on just pounding on random doors to get them up. But I, instead, I'm going to yell, Crixus, I hate you, and let us into our room. Crixus, you hear from the hallway. <laughs> Aranon's voice cut through the night, just as you're dozing off. <laughs> and yell, Crixus, I hate you. <laughs> and you hear a door open. <laughs> and you close the door. Another, another fantastic night of magic and mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to plop around to one of the beds and then I'm well, you, actually... walk, you close the door behind you and she she's leaning on your shoulder she has your arm she says thank you Aaron. you're good and you feel her weight just give do you try and catch her or do you just kind of let her go well I would as a reaction I would try to catch her okay. I would probably want to drop her but I'll catch her. Out of instinct, you catch her. Um, she's heavy. She is out. She passed out. Do you want to bring her to the bed, or do you just want to lay her gently on the floor and let her go? I'm just going to lay her on the floor. Okay. I'm going to let myself out, lock the door, and... Uh, let yourself out. Oh, okay. Go, I'm going to go down for a drink, because... Okay. Um... You go down for a drink. Uh, Marta's down there. She's the only one down there at this point. Um, can can I help you? Yeah, I'd like a nail. Oh, a nail. Okay, yeah. I, I, I can get you a nail. And she gets you a nail. She pours the ale and puts it in front of you. Rough night? Oh, you could definitely say that. She always um, liked that? She didn't seem like she'd be the type. Oh, she can't hold her liquor. Yeah, she 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 tends to let loose. Oh, wow, she's a cleric <laughs> of a fander too. That's well, everybody has their vices, right? I suppose. Um, what about you? What are your vices, sir? Oh, we don't have enough time for that. Well, she and at this point she is leaning on the bar, like you're the only customer, so she's leaning on the bar, just mm -hmm. leaning in and talking to you. Smiling and very friendly and very charismatic towards you. Um, make an insight check. Ask her about the song. Ask her about the what? Song. What was your insight check? Uh, 20. Um, she seems interested in you. Awesome. Lady killer. I flip up my collar. <laughs> no. Um, I'm actually going to... I am going to ask her about that song. So, oh. Tell me about the song you were singing earlier. What uh, what was that about? It was very pretty. Thank you. She blushes a little bit. Um, That's sad. It's, um, well, 50 years ago, my grandparents owned this inn. And there was a, uh, a woman that came in. Um, she came in uh, on her way to Lonelywood. Uh, she was 
she was alone, uh, frightened. Um, my grandparents tried to console her uh, and gave her lodging for the night, and uh, she paid for the lodging with this ring. And she holds this ring up on her necklace. Um, but shortly after she had paid, uh, the wind, strangest thing, the wind just burst through into the inn and literally picked her up and threw her around the inn like a rag doll. Um, my grandparents were able to save her from being beaten too badly by the wind and stepped in. Uh, but by the time they were able to wrestle this wind spirit out of the inn, the woman in red had disappeared. And we hadn't ever seen her again. And all that remains is my grandparents' story in this ring. So wind spirits are a real thing? I don't doubt my grandparents' story. I have this ring. And here I thought the woman at the edge of town was a crazy person. Um, maybe she's not as crazy as you thought. Hmm. Uh, just one moment, please. I, I just I need to go back quick. And she goes in back and um, she's back there for about five minutes or so. You're alone in the bar for about five minutes. Is there anything you do in that time? Uh, I'm just going to look around to see if there's anything worth taking. Um, you don't see anything. I mean, the, the, the flatware is doesn't look like it's worth anything. There's nothing. Candles, uh, candlesticks, and the candle holders on the wall. Everything's made out of ornately carved wood. Um, on the tables, it's, it's wooden pepper grinders. It's very rustic. Um, very inexpensive. Uh, if there is any value to the stuff, it is just in its age, and you'd have to find the right person to um, find it. She comes back out after five minutes, and uh, she seems a little worried. She's got a crease in her forehead, or it's a little wrinkled. And... What's wrong? <sighs> it's my father. He's not doing well. I'm running the inn because... He's bedridden. He's, hmm. he's not. What's wrong with him? Just old, sick, dying. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm just trying to make his last years as comfortable as possible here. <sighs> what? I don't remember. What's what's the name of the group that's coming in? Torgs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm just going to change the subject because I can tell she's upset. So I'm going to say, so how often do the Torgs come into town? Torgs? They... <laughs> oh, they're... I don't know. It's every once... Once every... Three, ten days or so. Yeah? Are you pretty familiar with them, or...? Only passingly. I mean, I know them because they're one of the major 
trade groups in the area, trade caravans. When they're at market, sometimes they have some things that I need. I get ale from them occasionally, uh, depending on where my stores are at when they roll through. Oh, are you familiar with Suffolk? No, that name does not sound familiar. Oh, well, I was, he I was may hoping... be. I mean, I I primarily deal with Torga, but she is uh, um, she's kind of the face of them. Suffolk, maybe a, I don't know, maybe he's a guard or something. I don't know. Maybe a grunt could be anything for them. What What was her name? Torga. It, oh. It's her caravan. Torg's caravan. It's Torga. She, I thought, she I, thought I heard a different name. That's why I was like, what? Oh. oh. Um, yeah, so oh, so you're not familiar with Suffolk then, huh? Um, no. Yeah, he's an old friend. I was just trying to see if I, oh. where he would be staying, if maybe I could uh, meet up with him. To my knowledge, they have a, a home like like right at the northern part of town, the, a house they use as a, as kind of a base here in, in um, Termaline. Um, the road out of town to the east on the north side, and then there's a road out of town to the west up to the um right it's like right in the middle of them almost right near the market it's actually a fantastic place for a trade group really is it a yeah. like a big house uh, it's a sizable house i mean they, they their caravan is usually about anywhere from eight to twelve people so okay so i would know it if i saw it uh do you know what their sigil looks like do i Yes, mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> uh, I'm it's like a wolf paw or something. Yep. Oh, that's right, yeah. Background of something. <laughs> so, um, if you know what that is, it's it's on the door. I mean, it's marked. I mean, people leave it alone because it's Torgas and they're backed by people down south. So, okay. Thanks. I'll have to check that out. I'll have to I'll have to see about uh, I'll have to see about that. Right. I'm gonna stretch and say. Oh, I think I'm going to go for a walk. A walk? Really? Yeah. This time of night? Yeah, I'm not tired yet. I'm going to... How much for the drink? Uh, on the house. Oh, I thank you. I'm going to put six silver down as a tip and say thanks for the company. Thank you for the company. And she smiles at you and as you get up. I mean, it's it's a warm smile. Yeah. And then you step out the door into the night, and we will pick up there next week. Because believe it or not, Tom Norman, (laughs) it's 10 a.m., dude. Yeah, I know. I was keeping an eye on it. That's why I was... (laughs) I get some creepy Natalie Portman vibes from the barkeep. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yep, very much so. <laughs> uh, I have I have a plan in mind, so that's why I'm going for a walk. Okay. I like it. That is good. We'll pick up uh, with babe. the plan in mind. My plan is to sleep. Yeah. And uh, Ellie's plan is to just lay on the oh, floor. Uh, something happens in the middle of the night with Ellie. Perfect. <laughs> she didn't have the chili, did she? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She didn't eat the chili. Did you guys leave the chili in their room? That would have been hilarious. 
<laughs> I can see her waking up in the middle of the night like, ooh, I'm hungry. Unless we want a dead traveler, I think we should have probably just kept that in our room. I could have done a whole, oh man, if that were the case, I would have done a whole side story and probably posted it to the, to the, um, and I may do that at some point. Just if, if we have a night like this where Ellie gets isolated from the rest of the group or something, or. Yeah, you should kind of like the. Type, uh, oh, what happens? <laughs> this is what happened with Ellie this night. <laughs> the two nerds, one quest cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We are Two Nerds, One Quest. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter at Two Nerds, One Quest, at Tom M. Norman, at Wildfire1265, at Crazy Cooch, and at Lazy Dragon GB. There you go. There you go. Holy <laughs> uh, <pull your> brain <laughs> fart, man. Still early. Yeah. Uh, follow us. Uh, follow us there. Twitter. Follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. Uh, we also would like you to give us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast from for the listeners. For the listeners looking for the. Oh, what was that? The vi- the visuals. Visuals for the audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Visual joke for the audio listeners. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so anybody listening on podcasts, you know, tell other people. Uh, come join us on a Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, U.S. Um, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have more people in chat. Uh, you can support us that way. Support us by telling other people uh, and giving us ratings and reviews. We need the ratings and reviews for other people to find us. It's a big help. So do that. Uh, otherwise, you can go to patreon.com slash two nerds, one quest. And uh, we have some really cool rewards there. Uh, we have a new... We have Sorry, new, I'm looking at show titles. <laughs> oh, we have a new uh, poll coming up pretty quick here. Mr. Oh, yeah. JC will be putting that up. Um, so if you join our Patreon, you can vote for a monster or interaction for us to fight or interact with. Um, it is um, th- this. I have I have it all. I'm probably going to put it up after the show today, uh, based on a conversation from last week. Nice. So, <laughs> so do that. Tell others. Join our Patreon. Join our Discord. Uh, the link's gone through the uh, chat a bunch of times there. And uh, hit us up on Twitter if you can't find the chat or the link to our Discord. We'd love to have you there. It's free. Come talk to us. We have a whole bunch of other channels for games and music and stuff like that. So uh, we hope to see you there. For me, for JC, for Genius, and for Cooch. Peace. We're out. <laughs>